You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Well, welcome to everybody. You are here with Dr. Jeff Werber, and we are on the show on Pet Life Radio, Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff, and I am your host. And um, so it's, it's been a good week. I'm actually leaving in a, a, a few short hours from now, heading to the Central Veterinary Conference in Kansas City, MO. Um, and it's actually, you know, one of those conferences that I remember starting at, I mean, going to this conference when it had just begun. I mean, it's not as old as I am as far as the number of years practicing. And uh, it was just a small conference in one small exhibit hall, one small section of the conference center called Bartle Hall in Kansas City. And now it is just, it's huge. It's blossomed. And it could be the third biggest. I mean, it's obviously we have the big ones in um, North American Veterinary Conference every uh, January in Orlando. We have the Western Veterinary Conference every February in Las Vegas and uh, Central Veterinary Conference. In fact, Central Veterinary Conference exploded into three conferences. We have C. CVC, the main one, which is I'm heading to today. There is CVC East, which is typically in Baltimore or DC, and CVC West, which is in San Diego. So it's amazing how this conference has grown. And uh, I am on the board of Veterinary Economics. Veterinary Economics is probably the number one red veterinary publication, and it's an advanced star publication. Advanced Star is a fairly large company which puts out a lot of, of medical journals and many things other than medical as well. And um, they also run the Central Veterinary Conference. So it's sort of like uh, obliged to be there often speak there as well. It's a great conference. And, and I've been in Kansas City during the winter. Not fun. However, during the summer, it's just great. It's a great town. Uh, a lot going on downtown, uh, the plaza. They've really just done a, a lot to build the city up, and it's a, it's a good time. You know, I uh, first of all, I want to hear from you. That's why we're here. Uh, we you know, got some calls uh, last week. We talked to Nelson, his little four-month-old pit bull. He promises to get back to us to let us know how he's doing. But uh, you want to give us a call, 877-385-8882. Pick up the phone. Give us a call for anyone who calls us here on the show. For anyone who sends us an email or text during the show, we're going to send you out a free ProSense product for your pet. That depends whether it's obviously a dog or a cat and what their age is. And uh, we're going to ship it out to you as a thank you for picking up the phone and talking to us here on the show. One such recipient is going to be getting a, uh, a product. And I got an email yesterday. And um, this, this is great. This is coming from Dave Olin in Duluth. Dave from Duluth, we thank you so much for sending us uh, some information. He loves our show, which is great because I love giving good information. I love helping people with their pets. If I can make life easier for either you or for your pet or better yet for both, then I've succeeded. I'm a happy camper. So my dog, Amber, 11 and a half year old Jack Russell Corgi mix. That's got to be a little interesting. Could you discuss general issues most dogs display as they age and best general practice to help them? You know, good old Amber has been uh, sleeping a little bit more over time. Seems to move from spot to spot, then lays down. Doesn't want to stand for long periods of time. She has lost a little weight, which is good, but less exercise. So that might be a concern. I believe, as does my vet, that some shoulder and hip stiffness may be manifesting. Recently, uh, he began to give Amber some Dasequin, which is a glucosamine chondroitin supplement with MSM for joint support. That's a great idea. 
And she's not a big fan of her current dog food. He's tried a few different foods. He also seems to um, uh, he put her on some of our ProSense Senior Adult Vitamin uh, hesitatingly because she never eats any kind of pill or tablet. But guess what? As he writes here, I've heard you mention it on your show, so I bought it. She has never eaten a tablet form before. However, to my surprise, she actually liked it. And he goes on to say thanks. So Dave cannot listen to the show live, and he would like to discuss some of these issues, maybe not only to help Dave, but to help those of you that have pets that are either in those senior years already or approaching the senior years, just to what to expect, what to look out for, and what might we uh, do about them. And um, so I'm going to go ahead and answer those. Again, I want to thank ProSense and Walmart uh, sponsors for bringing us here live to you here on Pet Life Radio. So what you've already seen and you're starting to notice is kind of what we see. Yes, even the small dogs will slow down a little bit. Don't think that, that every dog you know, has to be a large breed to suffer problems with arthritis because there are different forms of arthritis. And no, yes, we think of hip dysplasia. Yes, you're going to think of a large breed. However, there's also elbow dysplasia. There's also problems with the spine. We call spondylosis. Many dogs suffer from what we call lumbosacral disease. That's an instability. The last lumbar vertebrae, L7, meets up with the first sacral vertebrae called S1, and that's why we call it LS disease, lumbosacral. And as the few nerve roots that are left are exiting the spinal canal at L7S1. If there's too much motion, too much movement, then there could be nerve pinching, nerve infringement, if you will, and this is what causes that pain. So these dogs are hesitant to want to jump. They're hesitant to go upstairs. They're hesitant to go into the car. They don't want to go into the bed anymore. They don't want to jump onto the couch. Now, they have much less problem getting off, but not going up. Anything that takes their body position and kind of elongates it to extend those areas seems to cause the problem. So the weight loss, as dogs get older, even though they are exercising less, you know, typically if a young adult dog exercises less and you don't modify the diet, they're going to gain weight. Then we run into the problem with obesity because the more they gain, the harder and the less they really want to do, the less they do, the more they gain. It's a negative vicious cycle. Old dogs, however, seem to have a problem with atrophy. They're losing weight. They're looking kind of drawn. If you put them over their spine, their spine becomes very, very prominent, very palpable. In general, they might have their stomach muscles start to give way. They might even have a hot-bellied appearance. Happens in old people too. So that is not uncommon to see this type of weight loss. Certainly, when I see too much weight loss, I start worrying about certain diseases. There are certain diseases that are obviously much more common in older pets that cause what we call cachexia. Cachexia is a wasting condition. It's a wasting disease where the caloric cake is there, but a lot of the calories are going to feed the disease. What are some of the cachectic diseases that we see? Well, first of all, heart disease is a big one. Dogs with an advancing heart disease much of the energy goes to feed that disease because the heart's working harder. It's not pumping as efficiently. Obviously, is a key organ of the body. It needs that nourishment. It needs that nutrition. So we will see cachexic dogs. Another one, and this is a big one, unfortunately, cancer. The energy that is used to feed that cancer, and that's why cancers grow so rapidly, is basically energy that is being robbed from the rest. So we call it cancer cachexia. And lastly, 
really any kind of major organ dysfunction, liver disease, be it kidney disease, pancreatic disease, also cause cachexia. But I would say the two most common for dogs is going to be the cancer and the heart disease. Now, cats, on the other hand, have one more that we add to the list. And there's a very strong likelihood that any of you listening today have a cat or know someone who's had a cat that has had this problem. And that problem is hyperthyroidism. Whereas dogs, typically with thyroid disease, hypothyroid, low thyroid, if anything, have a tendency to gain weight. Cats, on the other hand, are hyperthyroid. And hyperthyroid cats are going to eat and lose weight. So that's very, very important to make sure that if you have a cat that is starting to lose, and it's an older cat, you make an appointment right away to see your vet and to check it out. So as far as what to do, you know, the, the most important thing you do as pets start to age is to get them to your veterinarian at least once, preferably twice a year. I'd say once a year is cool up to like maybe six or seven years a day. Once they hit that senior status, maybe big dog seven, small dog eight, cat maybe eight, you want to increase those twice a year. And part of those is going to include laboratory work. The reason why that's so important is that we often will not see change. Because I've found that dogs and cats tend not to show signs of mild, minor disease until it's too late. So they hide it well. I'm, I'm sure this has something to do with the ancestry in the wild that, come on, really, think about it. If you're traveling in a pack, there are a couple of stragglers there because they're kind of a little sore and they don't want to get up and move because they have their minor arthritis. They have their spondylosis. They got that impending kidney problem. So they're kind of lagging a little bit behind. They become a sitting duck for the predators. So that is the problem. They are sitting ducks for predators. And therefore, I think that in a sense, pets evolved a certain degree of stoic behavior where they're not going to let us know when they're just in that subtle pain. They're not going to let us know if they have that subtle GI problem. Do this lab work, take some, some spot films, maybe do an ultrasound of the abdomen. And the way we can help you better is identify problems early before you become a big problem. It's not that your doctor wants to run up a big bill. It's that we can do something that can help you help your pet. And let's face it, we know you all want to do that. So there are some things that we can do. Suggestions, you know, the, the animals start showing signs of skeletal problems, be it spondylosis, be it dysplasia, be it arthritis. They are slowing down. There are a lot of things, things that aren't very expensive, things that are, that are very helpful and things that, are, that don't even require drugs that are more natural supplements like glucosamine, like amber on the dasiquin. An excellent product. It's glucosamine, chondroitin, MSM, products with a vitamin C, ester C. They all work very well to help control some of the symptoms of arthritis, some of the pain affiliated associated with arthritis. There's also acupuncture. There's laser, cold laser therapy. All these things are very, very, very effective and they will not break the bank and they don't involve hard drugs. Of course, as dogs get worse, there are some medications as well. We call the class the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory, something you can discuss with your veterinarian. But there are some things that can be done, many things that can be done. Help, but we can't help you unless we know the problem is there. So skin problems, a lot of times because of problems or changes in nutrition and changes in required vitamins as animals age, that's why, for example, in the ProSense line, we have different vitamins for puppy, different vitamins for adults, and again, for seniors, because we need to make changes with what they need. And a lot of senior pets are having trouble with skin. They need 
the additional omega-3 fatty acids, omega-6 fatty acids, antioxidants, brain food, if you will. We need to enhance our immune system. So again, a lot of things that we can do now as they're just approaching these early signs that can help us tremendously later on as they get even older. So skin issues, we talked about some great supplements out there, not expensive. The joint, locomotor problems, behavior, dementia, CDS, cognitive dysfunction syndrome. In humans, you might call it Alzheimer's, but it's true that dogs can have symptoms of Alzheimer's and also, and this kind of makes it a little bit challenging for us, the veterinarian, a lot of them will also potentially have problems with anxiety as they're starting to lose it. They, they lose their wits about them. And so they're being left alone where probably before, now they're left alone for even as much as an hour and they start becoming destructive. So um, we'll be right back here on Pet Life Radio, Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff, and we'll be back in just a minute. Once again, I want to thank our sponsor, ProSense Pet Product, and you can find ProSense products at your mass retailers like Walmart, like Target, like Walgreens. So go out and get yourselves some really good vet quality product at the mass market level. We'll be right back. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Your dog digs a hole under your fence, and the next thing you know... Protect your pets with Dig Defense, the amazing new product that keeps your pets in the yard. Dig Defense is safe, fast, and easy. Each unit is made from 4-gauge galvanized American steel and can be used for repairing digouts, filling gaps, or to hold fences down so pets can't get under them. Dig Defense provides peace of mind that your pets are contained humanely and safely. Visit digdefense.com today. D-I-G-D-E-F-E-N-C-E.com. Petco, where the pets go. Petco, where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. Welcome to Sassy Seniors, a show about our fabulous older dogs and cats. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson. You know, I wanted to create a show to really showcase our senior pets. And you know, as the human population ages and lives longer, of course, so are our wonderful pets. But many of us with aging pets, it's so interesting. We have a tough time realizing or really admitting that they are seniors. So in a way, I kind of like to think of our senior pets as, as wise puppies. What do you think about that? Be sure to join us for another dish of Sassy Seniors. And remember, celebrate your senior pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio. PetLifeRadio.com. Well, welcome back to Let's Talk Pets here on Pet Life Radio, Ask Vets with Dr. Jeff, and I'm your host, Dr. Jeff Werber, here to help you. I'm here because of the help of ProSense 
pet products and some of the mass retailers where you can find our veterinary quality line of products available to you at the mass market. And that means prices that you can afford, which always is nice. So don't be bashful. Don't be shy. Call us at 877-385-8882. Once again, 877-385-8882. We were talking before our break about how to, first of all, recognize changes in dogs and cats at the age, what to expect so we don't get these surprises. Nobody likes surprises, right? Well, some surprises are good, but when it comes to pet health, you don't want bad surprises. So what can you expect? And most importantly is what can we do about them and are there some things that we can possibly avoid? So, you know, we were talking about the importance of that senior physical. And again, I think it's all about expectation that when something changes and something that may not be great, but you are expecting it, then you can deal with it a little bit more easily than if you're not expecting it. You have no idea that it was going to happen. And then all of a sudden it happens and you start to panic and you run to your vet, you run to the emergency clinic when in reality it was just something that happens. It changes. Sometimes clients complain. They'll tell me that their dogs will go into a corner, look into the corner and sit there and stare. Just stare at the corner. This, these are all signs of dementia. And another problem we have, and uh, it becomes a, a medical treatment problem, and I'll get to it in a minute, is that the other problem that we often see, often related to the dementia, is that is anxiety, where these animals being left alone, being in situations that they used to tolerate beautifully, are now becoming very anxious. And with that anxiety comes uh, destructive behavior, comes self-mutilation. They'll start you know, licking or biting themselves for no apparent reason, not because of allergy, it's almost because of boredom, because they forget where they are and what they're supposed to be doing. And it is a real problem. And what makes it even more of a problem is that some of the medications that you would want to use for pure dementia, like selegiline, Depranil, the brand trade name is Anapril. Well, those drugs may be contraindicated to use along with some of the antidepressants the amino amox- oxidase inhibitors, the, uh, the tricyclic antidepressants. So things like Prozac, which is uh, fluoxetine, and things like clomipramine, Buspar, you may not want to use along with your anti-dementia medication. So you kind of have to work it out with your veterinarian and see you know, which medications you can use together, which ones are recommended that we don't use at the same time, and which is more likely to be able to solve our current problem. But behavior, the brain, if you will, conditions that we see in older pets really starts to become very real as they get older. You know, and the hard part is it, it leads to a nursing issue more than anything. It's not like they're in pain. It's that they might lose their housebreaking prowess because they now just don't care or they forgot. How do you, you can't yell at them. So now you're going back to square one where you have to confine them. You have to maybe get those little doggy diapers. Yeah, uh, you know, like like depends for dogs. I mean, we got to start thinking along those lines as these things happen to our senior pets. So you know, it's not always an easy thing to contend with, an easy thing to deal with, but it's something that we, uh, I, you know, we owe it to them. We're obliged. We have that, I think, uh, innate obligation to our four-legged friends as they get older because, let's face it, they've taken and do take such good care of us. And when you think about what not-so-old pets do for their much more senior owners, it's amazing. So when we have to do a little extra for them, I think they, uh, they well deserve it. 
So uh, anyway, I want to thank Dave and Duluth for sending us the email. We're going to contact you, Dave, and and uh, get your address. We're going to send you out some more senior vitamins for Amber. Obviously, she likes them. Maybe we'll have you try our senior glucosamine, our advanced formula glucosamine product as well. Same great taste. So we know that she likes the taste of our uh, tablets, our chewable wafers. So that's great. And Dave, wasn't that hard, was it, to send us an email, send me a text. You can reach me at Dr. Jeff at PetLifeRadio.com, Dr. Jeff, Dr. Jeff at drjeff.com. Or just go ahead if you're if you're following us here live on Skype or on Pet Life Radio, you can go ahead and, and ask me a quick question and we'll get you you know online. And uh, and of course we'd love you to listen to us on the show every Thursday, one o'clock Pacific time, four o'clock Eastern time, and you know help us uh, help you with our pets. So uh, as I said, I'm off um, soon to hit the perfect center of the country. And it's amazing if you if you look at a map. And you see Kansas right smack dab in the center. That's kind of where I'm heading. And uh, the nice, hot, muggy weather. They have a, a really great place. I don't know if any of you have been to Kansas City. But it used to be there were two, like, areas. You know, go to good restaurants, to there's some fun bars. Uh, one called the Plaza. Now, the Plaza is the, I, I like to call it the Rodeo Drive of Kansas City. Uh, it's got the, the nice restaurants. It's got the nice shops. It's got the jewelry stores. It's got some nice, fine hotels. And it's a great place to walk around. It's several blocks, you know, square blocks. And it's just, it's a great place to go. Once again, as we start to sign off, I'm going to be in downtown fun Kansas City Central Veterinary Conference. We will back with you, hopefully, with better internet connection next week, Thursday, uh, where you can join me, Dr. Jeff Werber, here on Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff, here on Pet Life Radio. And again, love to hear from you. Send us uh, an email, drjeff at petliferadio.com, drjeff at drjeff.com. Uh, or when you uh, hang in there, uh, 1-877-385-8882. That's our phone number here on Pet Life Radio. We will see you next week. Thanks for joining me. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.